Adirondack community, capturing, retaining, and communicating the stories of who we are is a multi-year local history project that collects and organizes audio stories and related photographs from Town of Keene community members. Visit us at myadirondackstory.org to hear about the rich social and cultural history of our community located in New York State's Adirondack Mountains. Love of work is evident in these stories, the first of a series on work in our town through the ages. We start with Phoebe Thorne's story of her grandfather, Samuel Thorne, who found a way to provide local jobs during the Depression. My name is Phoebe Thorne. Adirondack Industries was started by my grandfather, Samuel Thorne. In the 1930s, during the Depression, many camp owners stayed away from their houses and ended their relationship with their caretaker. Many men were without jobs, and there was no unemployment payment or food stamps or any social safety net. Granddad loved the creative talent many of these men had. They would build guideboats in the winter or make chairs and tables for the camps they took care of. So he started Adirondack Industries to give these men jobs making simple but useful furniture to sell. The tables and chairs at the Uplands in the dining room are Adirondack industry. The tables are a simple trestle foot on either end of a plain pine top about 20 feet long and two feet wide stained pale green. There are 22 side chairs and caned seats and four armchairs. Upstairs we have bureaus also made of pine but painted white with diamond shaped knobs. Outdoor chairs were sturdy square <clears throat> armchairs with no feet but with what looks like a ski connecting the legs on each side. The outdoor table has only one leg on one end and two on the other. These are painted dark green, which matches the trim on the house itself. The men loved the job and granddad was proud it was successful. But as the economy perked up and the houses were reopened or sold, and especially when hunting season started, the men would just say they couldn't work and soon the business closed. There must be many camps in the Adirondacks that have Adirondack industry furniture, but I bet the present owners don't even know it. Donna Reed Austin made the role of town tax collector, a role her grandfather held years before her one that brought smiles to those paying their taxes. Hi. Um, no one likes to pay taxes. I have been the town and county tax collector for 20 years and the school collector for 19 years. Um, I ran for office in 1998. Um, just narrowly winning the election by, I think, 30 votes, um, having run against someone who had the job for 32 years. Um, and so that was, it was a rude awakening when I <laughs> did win. And um, I remember my very first year was the um, ice storm. Um, at the end of um, January, um, when all the taxes were due, uh, Governor Pataki kept, um, um, extending the deadline for people to pay. So anybody who paid the penalty, I would have to refund the money to them. So that was really a, a very um, <laughs> difficult time for me, especially being my first year. Um, 
As I said, no one likes to pay taxes, so I tried to make it as pleasant as possible. I came up with an idea that um, when people would come to either the town hall to pay their taxes or the school, um, that I would give them peppermint patties. And um, everyone seemed to enjoy that. And um, also, I would um, put smiley faces on the uh, receipts that I sent back to taxpayers who paid in the mail. And some of the, in, at the school particularly, when um, some of the higher paid <laughs> um, people who had to pay higher taxes, um, the summer people would come in and they would say to me, my, this is a $5,000 peppermint patty. And I would look at them and say, don't eat it all in one bite. And so we would have a really good laugh. Um, a little bit of um, history. Um, my, my grandfather, Burton Reed, was tax collector um, in the town of Keene um, from 1916 until 1920. He was a um, tax collector for two terms. Um, my father, who was born in 1900, would have been 16 years old when his father was, was tax collector. And he always told the story about going around with his father collecting taxes and making sure the books were right to the penny every day. And always... Um, would say, you've got to be careful of that fly speck because that will make your books come off, not come out right. So we had a, a pretty good laugh about that. Um, I really enjoyed um, the job for the 20 years that I had it. Um, it was um, the type of job that I put all the pressure on myself um, for my books to balance every day. And um, it was, I made a lot of friendships and um, I just really enjoyed the, the job because I didn't have to wait for someone else to do their job before I could start doing my job. I would just send out the tax bills and just sit back and wait for the money to come in. And I, I really enjoyed that. Um, I, I made a lot of friends over the years, people that I never would have met otherwise. And um so it was a, a very rewarding um, 20 years of giving um, uh, my services to the town. Everyone has been to the Mountaineer. Vinnie McClellan talks about the love a business can inspire. Hi, my name is Vinnie McClellan. Once upon a time, my grandfather summered in Glenmore in Keene, and my father, George, cavorted around these mountains, got into trouble. In fact, he got shot with rock salt by Sarah Hale one day chasing her chickens. Anyway, he developed a deep love for these mountains, which he passed on to my three brothers and I. We were spoiled as kids because Dad was a teacher in Connecticut, so we spent our entire summers up here and most of our vacations. My mother, Jane, would line us up on the porch as soon as we arrived, and George, who was a major in the Marines, would give us some Marine haircuts, put us in lederhosen, and off we'd go, cavorting around the mountains like he did, chasing Jimmy Goodwin and him on great hikes, canoe trips, and all kinds of adventures. Fast forward to the early 70s when Jane and George pulled the plug on Greenwich, Connecticut, and we moved up here permanently. I think the Mountaineer was originally started by Sid and Kay and Jane and George, not only to keep us out of 
and, and keep us in good mountaineering gear, which we tended to break on a regular basis, but also as a project to keep busy and engaged in this wonderful community. In those days, the valley was alive from Memorial Day and Labor, to Labor Day, and that was it. Everybody thought my parents were crazy. And the old adage about the best way to make a small fortune in the Adirondacks is to start with a big one, rung true. But George loved to build, and Sid was a great architect. So Sid designed, we cut the trees down, and with the Millers, built the mountaineer. With help and leadership of Bert Smith, who was a wonderful man, wonderful and talented. He was also a great hunter, and when the geese would fly over, we'd all drop our tools and chase the geese, although I'm not sure we were very successful in actually bagging any. That was 43 years ago. I took off to Alaska, and after a great 12 years of adventure and consulting work throughout the great land, came back. Jane and George, Sid and Kay had hired a manager, Jim Wagner, to run the store, and the operation was pretty much a nonprofit. Although we very slowly started to gain a reputation for being a great emporium of fine mountaineering gear. Fast forward to the 1990s when Jim left and I took over the, the helm. In those days, although seasonal, the Adirondacks had started to become discovered. Leaf peeper season, backcountry skiing, winter 46ers, spring trail running started to even out the slow seasons. Now the mountaineer enjoys a national and even an international notoriety and respect. We have received prestigious awards and accolades from the outdoor industry, the state of New York, and the climbing community. The McClellans sold the store in 2018, but are still very proud of it. I reflect on what made it tick. Well, it's all about the people, the place, and the community. The place, the Adirondacks, are the most beautiful, oldest, diverse mountains in the world. Keene Valley is a wonderful small mountain community. The building Sid and later Nils Luterowski created is a wonderful, wonderful space. But it's the people that make it tick. Events, convening various communities, such as climbing, trail running, fishing, and connecting with new friends and customers. Also, we've been lucky to get to know some of the finest athletes in the world, Alex Lowe, Conrad Anker, Doug Scott, Jeff Tabin, and others. It's customers. It's the customers, local and visiting, youth organizations, government. Wonderful to see families and people get enthusiastic and embarrassing and embracing the outdoor pursuits. We purvey in, but most important, it's the employees. They are wonderful, passionate, knowledgeable, and incredibly good with people. So do I miss the Mountaineer? Not the retail, but definitely the people. And finally, Bob Wufter, King Central School principal, shares his story of how he got the job he loves. This is Bob Wufter. I am Keene Central School Principal. I've been a 25-year visitor to the Adirondacks, but it wasn't until I became a full-time resident that I truly understood the magic of the valley and what it means to live inside the Blue Line. 
those 25 years were spent hiking, paddling, backcountry adventure, pursuing my 46. Uh, I'm a small town guy, uh, born and raised in Western New York, a uh, town of Almond, uh, right near Alfred. Uh, 40 years I spent at the same educational institution uh, as a student, left four years, came back as a teacher, and became principal there. Uh, I thought for sure that I would spend my whole career in that same small town. One day between meetings at the end of the year, I saw a posting for Keene Central School principal. Uh, many times I had laughed staying at the Trails Inn as I walked over to grab a bite to eat. Uh, wouldn't it be great to teach here, to be the superintendent of the principal? So I immediately reached out to my wife and two sons and got nothing but enthusiastic, go for it, dad. So quickly got together my resume and application and applied. Uh, luckily, I was granted an interview, and the interview coincided with the very first day of an anniversary trip that my wife and I had planned. Our 25th anniversary uh, was to be five days in the backcountry. So I put on my suit, packed my backpack, loaded up the truck, and met an incredible group of educators. We spent probably an hour talking, and it was a fantastic conversation. Uh, we were really interviewing each other. They were seeing if I was a good fit for them, and I was seeing if they were a good fit for me. I told Mr. Mayberry, the superintendent, that my plans were to be out of contact for a while. My plan was to go up to Upper Works, travel into flowed lands, uh, hike Marcy Gray, Skylight, the Great Range, and that if he needed to be in touch with me, I was out of touch for five days. Uh, we had some really cool encounters. We had probably the best bear encounter I've had while I was out there. Uh, we uh, got bluff charged by a bear while we were making dinner. Uh, just a, an amazing experience. The weather was amazing. We hiked up, stayed in the Feldspar lean-to. The very next day, we were on the summit of Marcy. First time I had had cell coverage in five days. Uh, my wife asked that I please not take a look at it. I uh, unfortunately ignored her. Uh, turned it on on the mountain on the uh, mountaintop, and it was a message from Superintendent Mayberry offering me a position as the next principal at Keene Central School. Well, we finished our hike. We had an amazing time. We came back down into town, grabbed lunch, went out to Marcy Field and sat by the river to mull over our prospects. Uh, after not a whole lot of deliberation, uh, I called Mr. Mayberry back and accepted the position as the next principal. Uh, I am absolutely amazed at 27 years in education. I didn't think that I would say that this has been the most rewarding year yet. My experiences at Keene Central School show what a small community means, what a school means in a small community, the opportunities that students have from the very beginning. We bring the world to Keene and Keene to the world. Uh, students in this town have an unbelievable connection to their environment, to the people around them, and the community itself. And I am absolutely fortunate 
to be a part of this and look forward to many, many more years to come. Thanks for listening to these joyous stories about work in our community. From Adirondack Community, capturing, retaining, and communicating the stories of who we are. Hear more at myadirondackstory.org and let us know your reaction to what you've discovered.